This is the Genuine Joy Podcast, where we dig deeper into how we attempt to find true happiness while navigating life. We're your hosts, Matt. And Kelsey. And we're bringing you 100% organic and sustainable amateur advice to brighten your day and maybe even help you look at the world a little differently. (laughs) Are we going to do any sort of intro like, hey, everybody, welcome back to... I think this is it right here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just cut in. (laughs) Hey, <laughs> hey everybody, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> oh, you know what it brought me joy? What? Whenever, when, yesterday when you were saying, why is everyone on my ass? Everybody's on my ass. <laughs> it's true. Man, everyone needs me, everyone. Uh, and just, like the minute I feel like I have some silence, like Sadie just like scratches herself and I'm like, Sadie, stop it. <laughs> like, rage. Mm. Oh, it's cute super cute um i know i feel i was trying to think of like okay what brought me joy this week all right a couple of different things um i will say when i feel like we're going to talk about our kids way too much on this podcast but we're two parents that's that's our whole life it's very true but anyways uh, what brought me joy is honestly yesterday like when she so we were grocery shopping and ruth was not listening at all Uh, she wanted to be in the cart so i put her in the cart i took her out of the cart put her back in the cart and then i go uh we were in an aisle i had her out of the cart she knocked over some dish soap in the thing she didn't make a mess nothing happened but i'm like hey like put those back up how you found them and she actually did that so a little bit later she's in the cart she's standing up which i don't like her doing i don't like her standing Oh, no, that's not what happened. She was, Ruth was going from her knees to standing up in the cart. And I told her to get down and she wouldn't listen. So I took her out. She freaked out. She's crying. No, no, no. I want mama. I want mama. And I took her to the car. We uh, were leaving and we're talking about, hey, you know, I understand you get upset and this and that. And I go, but what would be another another way to handle this? And then she actually came up on her own with the what she should do when she starts feeling upset or she's not sure about what she should be doing. Yeah. All on her own. And that was really cool. That was a really joyful time for me. Yeah. And you guys both said, like, I love you. And, like, she was mad at you, obviously, <laughs> for taking her out of the store away from me. I don't know if she was necessarily mad at me, but right. just she was just emotional and upset. She was being a toddler and yeah. throwing a temper tantrum, which, okay, that's fine. We're not having a temper tantrum in Ralph's. We're going to the car. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, that's the first time that we ever, where she has engaged and thought of her own solutions to, hey, this is how I feel. This is how I'm going to not feel that way in the future. Yeah, it was, was really cool. cool. She was like, yeah. I'm going to sit down and then I'm going to say, excuse me, Dada, can I please get out of the car? And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, it was cool because I feel like normally we're like, okay, next time you do this and we'll tell her what she should do. But that was awesome. I was going to say the thing that brought me joy. Um, so this weekend, Ruth got sick. She threw up on Saturday and I still don't quite understand. I'm assuming it was some sort of a stomach bug, but it was one puke. Okay. Um, we stayed home that day and later in the day she was like in a silly goofy mood and she got up on my lap and she put her glasses down on the rim of her nose on the tip of her <laughs> nose and she's like, mama, I'm a granny. And she like said it in a granny voice <laughs> and like, oh, bless that girl. She has strabismus if you don't know. So her eye uh, crosses when she doesn't have her glasses yeah, it's on. It's basically a lazy eye. Yeah. And it's, I mean, 
it's obviously our daughter we're allowed to laugh at her but like <laughs> it goes <laughs> her glasses are down so she's looking out above her glasses and she's like i'm a granny and her eyes crossing and it's like so funny <laughs> and she's so cute and I think she saw that on like Bluey or something. But mm-hmm. when she organically does funny stuff, I'm like, you are a funny kid. And it makes me really happy. She is a funny kid. Yeah. She's a very funny kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder where she gets it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sadie. Yeah. That's where she gets that's, it that, from. That makes sense. <laughs> um, I was thinking about last episode with our Grinds My Gears portion mm-hmm. and i'm not feeling it this week i feel like if yeah. i ever feel something that really grinds my gears i'll say it but i'm just I, nothing really made me that mad this week besides ruth being pukey but that didn't really actually make me mad i was like yeah okay yeah. i'm the same way like nothing really ground my gears this week yeah that's good yeah upbeat i like it yeah um i was thinking about the show we've been watching Ozark. Ozark. Yes, and that ta- is what we have been watching this past week. Yes, and it's taken us um, a bit to get through, which there's only, I think that was episode seven was the end, and that's I like part so. one. But we started it a while ago, and they're just such heavy, slow-moving episodes, and I'm not going to do any spoilers, but, I mean, everyone's probably watched it already, but basically they're doing two parts this season, and I think the second part, I don't know if it's seven episodes two or a couple episodes. Yeah, I don't know. But that comes out in like April. And we love Ozark. It's the fourth season, right? The first season was really good. Second season was good. It's But it's kind of been like, okay, they're slow. I agree. And it's like, but then the, the really intense stuff happens. You're like, this show is great. <laughs> but they all, that stuff only happens like once every four episodes. So I don't know. There's it, a lot of building. Yeah. That happens in the show. But anyways, we're hooked. We love it. Yeah. We're, we're definitely going to continue watching. Can't wait for the second part to oh, come out. Oh, and last episode, we talked about Free Guy. We had watched like half of it. Uh, yep. And we finished it the next day, and it was it. really good. Yeah. It's on Disney Plus right now. Yeah. It was definitely entertaining. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, recommend. Um, And I don't know what we're going to watch next. Do you? Oh, we need to finish Pam and Tommy. Yes. We started watching that on Hulu. Yeah, we started. We've started a lot of different shows: How I Met yeah. Your Father, Saturday Night Live, Pam and Tommy. <laughs> we just need to mix it up. I feel like it depends if we're in a silly, goofy mood, or if we're in a drama mood. Yeah, or... if we want to be like stuck watching Ozarks for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just intense, and they're long episodes too. Yes, they are. Like, an, like I feel like one was like an hour and a half. Like, mm-hmm. is this a movie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? My mom just started watching Succession, which is, it's on HBO, I think. Oh, okay. And it's supposed to be really, really good. Like, huh. everyone's talked talks about it. But we just got HBO recently. So, yeah. we need to look we'll into that. Check it out. But it's also, I think, one of the one of those intense shows. And we don't always, we're not always in the mood for drama. No. And people say like Euphoria is really good too, but yeah. I don't know if we want to get into that. I know. <laughs> it seems intense. Because at the end of like a long day, especially like a long day of parenting and work and whatever, you're like, I just want to giggle. Yeah. I really just. You guys, we, we like the happiness. We like the funny. and <laughs> Yeah. Comedy so. is where, where it's at. There really isn't <laughs> enough like good comedic shows. I don't know. If you have any, let us know. Um, phone you know, lines are open. Phone lines are open. <laughs> Feel free they to are. call us. <laughs> no one left a, a voicemail, which is upsetting to me. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, I get it. I don't call into voicemails, but uh, we did get a lot of questions this week. This week, I thought we'd just kind of kick off with a Q&A. 
and I asked people on Instagram for questions for us because not only are these going to be just fun to answer because I do Q and A's on Instagram and I have like 15 seconds to answer a question and it feels very rushed and like the questions that come in that seem like a long answer, I just don't even answer them. So this is obviously a podcast, perfect long form content right here. Yeah. Um, and there are some funny ones. There are some serious ones. Some of them we went over in our marriage episode last time. Um, so we might not get through all of them. They were answered there. And then other ones are Buc- just going to... Buckle up. Here we go. <laughs> get silly. <laughs> I'm going to kick it off with a the age old question. Where's the sweet potato toast? <laughs> Someone asked that, which made me giggle because I truly have not made sweet potato toast in a couple years. It's been I, a while. I think I actually did it once this last year because I was like, I need a side for the kids and I didn't feel like preheating the oven. And so I made sweet potato toast and it was kind of genius. I wonder how the sweet potato toast would do in the air fryer. <laughs> I'm sure it would do great. Yeah? Yeah. I wish we could try it. <laughs> Okay, this is Matt's new bit, (laughs) is getting on my butt, get off my ass, (laughs) about um, the air fryer that we gave to my mom. We had this air fryer, and it was taking up too much room. We never never used used it. it. We 100% never used it, because it was like pushed away in a closet, and it was too big to keep on the counter. So my mom is one person living by herself, a perfect thing for that, because we never used it, because it's such a small device. Mm -hmm. But ever since we got rid of it, there have been multiple occasions where we've wanted to use it. (laughs) And you know what we would have done if we had it? We would have said, I don't feel like lugging it out. It's not big enough. X, Y, and Z. And Matt loves to just harp on me about that. Um, My mom's enjoying it though. So no, I'm very happy she's enjoying it. (laughs) Good for her. (laughs) Anyways, to answer your question, where is the sweet potato toast? It's a good question. And I think we should resurrect it. Um, If you don't know what sweet potato toast is, it's when you slice sweet potatoes into little skinny quarter inch size pieces um like flat i can't even describe it and i invented it um you cut them into like pieces of toast basically i'll show a tutorial if you will medallions if you will um the long ways so they're big and then you put it in a toaster and you toast it um i made that recipe in 2016 Mm -hmm. and it catapulted me to fame and (laughs) no i went on the dr oz show for it though and it like just went viral and that was like my first which shout out to dr oz he was actually really cool he was but i think he's not a great guy actually in in forethought i've heard he's just like either not really a doctor or like you know kind of a joke he was nice to us he was nice yes he actually took some time to talk to us for a little bit so that was good um we can comment on that he was nice to us (laughs) there you go um but yeah so that's where the coming back people i'm gonna make it happen toast coming back i was thinking because it was viral how many years ago was that now six i don't know but if you guys are interested there is a coffee mug (laughs) that we have and we're more than happy to sell are we? I, oh, took it yeah. off. I took it off because I didn't like to deal with setting them out. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. I could add it back on, but I made these coffee mugs that say, all I need is coffee. Let us know. The phone lines are open <laughs> if you're interested in getting one, they one say, of these coffee They say, all mugs. I need is coffee and sweet potato toast. <laughs> and I bought, I don't know, 600 of them because I thought, you know, these are going to sell like hotcakes. Would you say they'd sell like sweet potato <laughs> toast? You know what? I sold about 20 of them. And so now we have a garage full of mugs and it's very upsetting. And mostly 
I only sold a few, yes, but then orders would come in and I'd be like, oh man, because it'd be like one every once in a while and I'd have to go through the whole packaging thing and the sending it out. And I'm like, never again am I sending out my own merch. A lot of them got broken. A lot of them got broken. During transit, so. Yeah, it was a big headache. So I think if I ever do an in-person event, I will just Just give give them them to people. (laughs) So that's on the docket. But yes, I think I should bring back Sweet Potato Toast and I think I should put it on TikTok because the new generation will be like, what? All over again. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, I agree. Next question, which is also thrilling. Matt, what are your thoughts on my Botox? You do you. Thank you. Yes, that, if you want to inject yourself with something, you have no idea what exactly actually doing. <clears throat> and if you want to have no facial expressions <laughs> I do have in your forehead <laughs> ever, go ahead. That's rude. <laughs> My forehead looks incredible. And it's I'm your very body. Happy. It's your choice. You do what you, you want. Thank but. you. <clears throat> but what? I love my Botox. It's fabulous. I just got it for the second time and I like not having a massive wrinkle on my forehead and that's just all I'm going to say about it. Okay? Bruh? Yeah, I also don't know when you're angry or happy or sad. Yeah, totally. Because I'm not expressive at all. Your face doesn't tell me. You know what is the funny part about Botox to me? Is normally when I put my mascara on, I like open my eyes big to put it on, but I can't lift my eyebrow that much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'm putting it on like, it's kind of a hot mess oh my gosh i know um okay i'm gonna i'm going there's a lot of questions so i'm gonna try to get through as many as i can um someone said what advice would matt give to a new firefighter uh what advice would i give to a new firefighter um shut up and listen <laughs> and, and that sounds harsh but it's so true like you're so you're new and there's so much experience around the station and different different levels of experience that you need to listen to what those people are telling you and trying to teach you and try and apply that to, uh, and I don't know what to say, to your career or where you're at. Um, I've had lots of different people tell me different ways to do things, and they've all been, for the most part, right. It's just you don't want to be that guy who's always talking and say, well, this is how I did it. Or this is what I think or blah. blah. Like, no, no, no. Just listen. Cause you don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good advice. I like it. Um, a lot of these are for Matt. So I'm going to skip over some and go back so we can flip. You know, okay. I know, okay. I know. Right. Um, <laughs> Oh, someone said, how did you handle childcare as far as a mom guilt as mom guilt slash separation, anxiety, et cetera, for you and the littles. Um, for us, our kids have been both at a Montessori school since they were like six, seven months. And at the beginning, of course, it's hard because it's hard that they're like crying at drop off. That's the hardest part. But I, I don't know if I'm broken or weird, but like, I've never cried about them going to their school because I know they're going to love it. I know they're going to be happy and thriving. It's hard to like run away as they're crying basically. But I know for a fact, I've heard from a million people and I know from our kids, the teachers tell us that the minute they, the door closes, they like pretty much stop crying like within the next few minutes. Um, And that's also what I've loved about the school our kids go to. 
the teachers always say like, oh, don't worry. Like they were fine after a few minutes. Like when Ruth has changed classes because she was in an infant class, then the toddler, and now she's in the bigger kid class. And each of those transitions was hard for her. Lots of tears at drop off. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, they always say, oh, she was fine. They send us pictures of her smiling and playing a few minutes later. Um, And as far as guilt, I never, to be honest, feel guilt of leaving them at a school where they're going to be with their friends, have fun. I'm going to go work on my own job and things that I need space for myself. So I never really feel guilt about that. And I'm so sad that people do because we we need to live our lives. Can you imagine just being with your kid all the yeah, time? Yeah, the school that we send our kids to teaches them so many cool and different things that I never would have thought of. Oh, no, we would have. On my own. No, yeah, we would it, never have taught them that. No, we would have. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's worth its weight in gold sending them to school mm-hmm. for both our mental health and theirs too because they get to just learn so many different things i'm yeah. not able to articulate clearly right now but <laughs> there is a moment there's a lot and um someone even asked me so i mean this episode will come out in a couple weeks but this weekend i'm going to a bachelorette party and my friend i sent her a picture of milo this morning and she's like oh my god are you going to be so sad to like leave him this weekend and i'm like to be honest 120 nope. <laughs> no i'm pumped I love that kid to death. He is so dang cute, so wonderful. But I cannot wait to have two days, not even two days to myself with my friends. Like, it's going to be so fun. And have a good time. Me being excited to leave and have fun on my own does not mean that I don't absolutely love my kids. It's just, hello, I'm human. Um, And... I mean, there. I know there are people that have said they've like never let, let, left their kids, and their kids are like six years old. They haven't left for a night, and I'm like, that's if that's what you want to do, that's all you boo. But I'm not like that. I'm like, get me out of here. Like Matt's or Ruth and Milo were going to be with Matt and his family this weekend. They're going to have so much fun. I'm, I'd be worried if they were like with a stranger that I didn't know. <laughs> like <laughs> that would never happen. Um, but yeah, don't feel guilt you do you. This person had also messaged another message saying that they are going back to the office to work. Um, and they have a three-year-old and a nine-month-old. And I think maybe they've not been working since the three-year-old was born, I'm guessing, from this. Um, yeah, and that know. it's hard. So I can imagine if it's been like three years since you've left them for a consistent amount of time, that'd be really, really hard. Um, but just, I mean, try to get excited, I guess, about like the time that you're going to have to feel like your own person and feel excited for them to make new friends and have their own life outside of you. So learn different things. Yeah. Um, Matt. Yes. Zevia or Olipop? Olipop. And, and why? Ooh. I just like the, the flavors that Olipop makes. What's and, your fave? Uh, I like the orange one. Orange I'm squeeze. a big fan of orange 50, 50 bars in <gasps> case you guys didn't know that. So good. I love orange Julius's. I love the creamsicles. Oh my gosh delicious anyways um they olipop has one of those flavors but it's not very bubbly like it's not very carbonated so right i like i like that and i don't know i just like olipops better yeah um zevias are great yeah i do love zevias but that's it's like a soda yeah they're kind of different so like an olipop is like a um is it, it has like fiber and stuff in it yeah there's more stuff there's in there stuff. and there's actually like sweetness <laughs> there's like they're, i think they're like 15 calories or whatever whereas zevia is just like water with some stevia, stevia. and <laughs> flavor or whatever um we, we always have the root beer 
um, zevias on hand because they're just a good they're thing good. to grab. Yeah, and but, Olipop, I buy. I mean, I used to work for Olipop and promote them. Love to again, um, but I buy them at Ralph's all the time because they're just so delicious. Yeah, I, sh- but, I. But if you were, if you had one, if you had both on the table, and you were twisting my arm saying pick one, it would be Olipop. I think you're right. That strawberries and cream one is freaking incredible. Oh, I forgot about incredible. that one. It's like a cream saver. Yes. <sighs> delicious okay moving (laughs) on someone asked if ruth experienced a two-year-old sleep regression no she did not we were pretty lucky with her with sleep though Mm -hmm. for the most part now she just like gets up and so far we've been lucky with milo too yeah fingers crossed yeah who knows um this is someone oh we talked about ruth's strabismus earlier someone asked how her strabismus is doing and how milo's eyes are milo's eyes are fine as as far as we are concerned so far and Ruth is good. When she wears her glasses, doesn't happen. Yeah. But when she gets tired and she doesn't have her glasses on, it happens frequently. Yeah. And we're at the point where she'll, she probably will get surgery at some point a little later. Um, but right now it's being managed perfectly by the glasses. Um which she has bifocals now from her um, vision therapist, but she's a little too young still to like focus on vision therapy, which we'll probably do some of that later too. Um, but right now, yeah, it's just being managed well by the glasses. So we're just kind of letting it be. We actually made new friends um, recently and one of <laughs> Jenny, Jenny and Tanner and Jenny, um, we hung out with them and we told her about rooster business and she's like, Oh my God, I had that. And I, she still has it i guess you never like get rid of it fully but um she told us about her surgeries and it was so it's always so nice to hear from people who have actually experienced it because i know ruth will have you know issues with it for a while Mm -hmm. um but the more you know you know yeah it's great but she's doing well yeah we want her to get older and to kind of not make she'll make her own decision but to be able to tell us what she feels yeah. in an effective way is, is kind of what I'm going for. Right. Cause she still can't quite say I, when <clears throat> her eye is crossing, I was like, Hey Ruthie, the eye that's crossing, like, can you see, do you see double vision? Can you not see out of that eye? And she's like, I'm okay. I'm like, okay, you, she's too young. Yeah. To she doesn't understand. Do that. Um, Oh, this is a good one. Best advice going from one to two kids. What best do you think? Advice, best advice going from one to two. Oh gosh. I don't know. Like, if I had to pick one thing. I know. Or anything. Gosh. Teamwork makes a dream work. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be my advice is like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta talk to your partner about how we're going to handle this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like obviously everyone gets nervous, which we were too about like, how's the first kid going to handle it? You know, mm-hmm. are they going to start acting out? Is it, everyone told me, cause Ruth was potty trained when Milo's born and everyone said, be, be aware, like a potty training regression might happen, like blah, blah, blah. So I was like pr- kind of prepared for that. Didn't happen. Actually a month after he was born, she stopped wearing pull-ups at night when she was before then. Um, she just started being fine. I was like, she got better <laughs> somehow. Um, but in general, we've put a lot of effort into making her feel like she wasn't being left behind now, you know, because a lot of times we're holding Milo. I was holding Milo a ton when he was first born that first month, you know, he's like sleeping in arms or feeding or whatever. So I made sure to let Ruth sit in my lap as well, or be like, okay, it's Milo's turn. And then you can have a turn and, you know, just giving her attention. Yeah. We made, we were both pretty good about making sure that, Hey, this is your time, Ruth, with both of us, you know, like, Hey, 
we hear you, we're listening to you. We're still giving her plenty of attention and we're also giving attention to Milo. But I remember one thing that I thought was pretty cool is looking at Milo and saying, hold on, Milo, Ruth needs me right now. Yeah. And I, you could see it in Ruth's face. She goes, oh, I'm important in this moment. Yeah. Especially. Okay, yeah. Mom and dad care. Yeah. Like, it's not this, this stranger. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're doing that since the time they're born when they, you don't have to say, you don't have to tell Milo it's Ruth's turn. He doesn't know what's going on, but she hears that. And she, cause mm-hmm. we're always saying, Ruth, hold on. I'm with Milo. Ruth, hold on. Um, that was really good advice. I still do that to this day. Yeah. You know, because sometimes Milo's just whining and, cr- and crying and, I feel like I need to give him attention and then Ruth needs me. And so I'm just like, put Milo down. I'm like, he is fine. He's just being whiny and say, Milo, not right now. Ruth needs me. And she's like, yeah, I, <laughs> she feels so good about it. But yeah. She there, she's really good with him. And I think that's a large reason why she yeah. is good with him because she's not looking at him and being jealous of him and the attention that we've given him. She is confident in herself and the attention she's gotten from us and she just she honestly loves them you can see oh my gosh. it's so so cool so to see cute. their relationship like she'll make him laugh and you know give him hugs and try and feed him food and this and that and she's not hitting him yeah or stealing anything from him she's really good with him yeah we were very lucky she's really good um yeah. so yeah i think that that is probably honestly yeah what you said is probably the best tip um and yeah, we've started to do like dates with Ruth and just making sure she gets that one-on-one attention, which we'll do with him too at some point. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I feel like that is crucial. Um, what else? Oh, there was one back here I wanted to ask you. Oh yeah, it said Matt's favorite ne- necessary new baby item. I don't know. It's so tough. What's your, if you can think. New baby item? Yeah. Like newborn. <laughs> sleep sack that's why i feel like i always say sleep sacks. Uh, yeah as a dad i'm trying to figure out what the best thing is i mean for a dad's for a dad specifically well i'm assuming that's what the question is coming from. i know it's hard because it's like it's all stuff for the baby there's not like only things mom does and only things dad does right i mean plenty of pacifiers yeah i mean just things to help the kids sleep <laughs> Because you're gonna want it. Anything. <laughs> you're gonna sound need machine. it. Yeah, sound machine, pacifiers. The sleep sacks are for us awesome. Yeah, agreed. Um, great. Oh, how did you know Matt was the one? Good question. Um, I mean, I was eight. We were both eighteen when we met. Or actually, no, we were eighteen. You just turned eighteen when we met. Hold on, water break. Okay, party break over. Sorry potty break. <laughs> water, water break. break. Water break. Potty of water. Maybe I have to go potty. Anyways. <laughs> um, uh, what's the question? Oh, how did I know you were the one? <laughs> oh, Honestly, yeah, just right. like we were best friends, really. Like we met and we were just really good friends. We mm-hmm. chatted all the time. We got to know each other. And I really feel like we bonded so much and just had a good connection. And when I found out like you liked me, I was like, oh my God, really? Because like... I mean, he's like my really good friend. Like that'd be amazing. And I mean, what gravitated toward me to you in the first place was that you're really funny. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and like you are so kind. Like Matt is this person that's like overwhelmingly kind. I feel like anyone that knows him would say the same. And who doesn't want to be around that for the rest of their lives? Like <laughs> kind, funny, cute. Is there a better combo? Like, well, thank you. You're so cute. 
So <laughs> I could go on, but we're running out of time. So I'm going to go through this. Wrap that up. <laughs> yeah, we spent a lot of time because we met in college and we spent a lot of time doing our homework and assignments in the study lounge. And so we'd just be chit-chatting while doing our doing our homework. And that just kind of started the friendship. And then it obviously... Went from there. Yeah. <laughs> the relationship got better and better and better. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm moving on. Um, why did you decide to become parents? Battling with this personally. I feel like I've just always known I want to be a parent. Uh-huh. I'm the same way. Kind of, I just felt it. Yeah. And we, oh, we've, we talked about having kids and then I feel like there was a, we had bought a house and we were in it and we were like, okay, we're kind of ready for the next thing. You know, yeah. I don't know what, we were just I, ready. I think having the the house helped. We felt it, secure. I in mean, our... you never, you're never going to be like, hell yeah, let's do this. Oh my God. You know, you're never ready. there's so many things you, th- you think about like, are we financially ready? Are we mentally ready? Are we emotionally ready? You know, and that can change day to day. But I think overall having the house and, you know, we had stable jobs and it was like, okay, yeah, I I think this is the time. Yeah. It's more so than ever. Yeah. And then at that point you're like, let's just start trying. And then you don't get pregnant like the first month or two. And you're like, uh, uh, I guess Uh-oh. I really do want this. It kind of makes you feel like you even want it mm-hmm. even more. And then it happens and you're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, what have I gotten myself into? It's a roller coaster. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's great. Okay. How do you make time for slash prioritize social get togethers struggling with making new friends? This is hard, especially if you have young kids. I mean, if you don't too, it's hard, but I feel like we're lucky to have that gourmet group that we do. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what gourmet group is, it's a group of friends. Look at search it on my blog because it'd give a whole explanation, but we basically do dinner parties four times a year. And those are just great to have on the calendar. Like we know we're going to be getting together with them at that time and we get together between then. Um, but we're trying to make more friends in like the young kid space because it's so nice to get together with people when the kids can play together. Yeah. That's a big factor too is, Hey, do our, is my kid going to be able to come with us to this person to hang out with this person? You know, does my kid like them? Does my kid like their kids? Do they get along? That kind of goes into all the decisions for the social interactions of things. You know, when we do the gourmet group, obviously there's no kids there, Yeah, but for all the other stuff we do, like, you know, bringing our kids along because we want them to know their, <laughs> their quasi aunt and uncles. <laughs> yeah. And make new friends and yeah. all that stuff. Um, so it is hard, especially if you're in that season of life when you're just like, it's so much easier to stay home. I totally oh, get it. And we're hard. like that. We're, we're totally like that. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to stay home. But every time we do get together with people, even if it's like going to the park, meeting up with people, um, I always feel so much better after. I'm like, oh, why don't I do that all the time? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so get out there and just try. I mean, and we've also met people just by going out and doing things. Like we went to our community lake and made some friends there. And honestly, it was, it was because they had a kid that was Bruce age. Yeah. And we got to chit-chatting with them and they're awesome people. Yeah. Um, Matt, question. Potential answer. How does Matt feel about <laughs> firefighter shows like Station 19? <laughs> that is the most realistic show (laughs) that has ever been produced ever. Every day, every fire department is doing 
stuff like that. Yeah, lots of like sexual tension and drama <clears throat> around the station. No, I am kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Some situations are um, kind of real, but then if you there's a an Instagram person TikToker is he goes by the handle of Fire Department Chronicles. He'll break down Station 19 and some of these other shows for you. <laughs> so yeah, watch that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, they're they're made for TV. They're not realistic. Some of the situations that can become like obviously fighting fires, we do do that. <laughs> Responding to medical aids, we do do that. But it's it's um zhuzhed up for tv yeah exactly <laughs> the drama just a bit zhuzhed yeah <laughs> uh um okay another question what has been the easiest stage so far with parenting your babes and the hardest we talked about this the other day we both think that the newborn stage is the easiest and this is for a couple reasons one well milo's was even easier than Roos because i went straight to formula with milo mm-hmm. and i cannot tell you I don't mean to make all the breastfeeding amazing people jealous, but from the beginning, being able to switch off feedings and sleep is like a game changer. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, it's easier for us to, when you're doing formula, to like, if you're sleeping and I mean, truly newborns sleep all day. And we've been lucky to have, we don't have like colicky babies. Our newborns are really just like sleeping. They get up, they eat, they poop they play for a second which like they look at you for a second and then they go back to sleep and then when we're switching off feedings switching off the night feedings it's it's obviously an easy time well i wouldn't say easy easier 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 than yeah it's definitely easier than having to constantly entertain them yeah all day yeah (laughs) yeah and i feel meanwhile also taking care of making sure they eat sleep and poop right (laughs) it's a lot um and I don't even want to say newborn. I want to say like one, one to month. one month to you three got, months. You got your routine down. They're kind of sleeping a little They're bit more. Sleeping more. You can watch whatever shows you want yeah. because they don't know what's going on. I know. I remember when Ruth was little, and we would just like sit around and watch TV. And I was, I remember one month postpartum with Ruth. I was like, I had planned content for three months postpartum, like have a maternity leave. And I was sitting there like, I'm kind of bored. Is that weird to say? Am I allowed to say that? But yeah, I was like literally bored because I we were just watching shows. And we didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like we didn't feel the need to. And she slept so much and you're just like, okay, I guess yeah. we'll just. Looking back on it, that yeah. was nice. It was really nice. Because <laughs> then once Milo was there, we couldn't watch whatever shows we wanted because Ruth was there. We had like yeah. to entertain her. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot harder, but. And then the hardest part, the hardest stage of parenting so far is three years old, <laughs> whatever Ruth is. <laughs> Honestly, not even Ruth right now. Th- Ruth, that's all like we six... know is, is from Ruth being her age now and exactly. looking back. So we, we don't know what a teenager is going to bring us. Oh, of course. So all we can really speak to is from three and a half years and younger. And I don't even think right now Ruth is in a much better place than she was even six months ago. You would you say? she is? I think she is. Okay. She still tests us and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. But there was a bit there when she was like, we were doing like many timeouts a day and it was like a lot of attitude mm-hmm. and she's Screaming, getting her words tantrums. even more. I mean, she already has a lot of words, but sometimes she's really able to articulate how she's feeling and it's so much easier. And I think we're also getting better at responding to things. We're getting used to like dealing with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot, but I mean, 
there are hard parts but like i remember people saying oh the terrible twos and i was like ruth was at two was like a gem i she loved funny, two like <laughs> yeah she listened she stayed yeah. in her room until eight oh o'clock <laughs> yes she stayed in her room for almost 12 hours yeah because she thought she had to <laughs> yeah i know and the funny thing is i feel like when we were in the newborn stage with ruth if someone had said like oh you know just wait till she's three and i'm like that's not helpful like so i don't want this to come across to anybody that has a newborn being like wow like i'm my life is really hard right now and you're saying this is the easiest part it's all hard <laughs> yeah and every kid's different too exactly exactly we had we were lucky with our newborns for yeah, sure i'm pretty sure if we were to say that or if we had the experience that where they weren't sleeping we'd probably say that that was the hardest time yeah so and like honestly if i was breastfeeding and doing all that solo like i was with ruth for a bit but you i mean you were still getting up with me and stuff mm-hmm. um but i breastfed till six weeks and it was mostly pumping and i was like that is a recipe for disaster for me personally um because it's really 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 hard um so if you're going through it i feel for you and you're amazing okay we're gonna have to get maybe one more question in and i'm not even sure no it's 241 right now oh my gosh okay no we're out of time and i that's honestly kind of the most questions a lot of the questions were about marriage which we touched on in the last episode um we're gonna start going on to different topics now throughout the season um and i'm really excited for what's to come i am too yay yay (laughs) also we aren't really gonna do interviews but if there is anything you want us to talk about or anyone you really want us to talk to let us know Uh, We can't wait to hear from you. Have a joyous, joyous day. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at littlebits of underscore real food. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. New episodes will be out every other week. We hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Keep Keep it it joyful. joyful.